Have a nice day with Jesus. Have a nice day. Have a nice day with Jesus. Have a nice day. The dogs are barking. You may wish the sun would shine a little bit brighter, but when you got the Lord, it'll make your load a lot lighter. So have a nice day with Jesus. Have a nice day. Isn't it a great day to serve the Lord? Yes. Welcome to the AM Kevin Club. And uh, Darius is in first from Texas. But we have before you, Darius, Steve McAllister in the house. <sighs> Good morning, Brother Larry. And Larry, I forgot again to go over the intro with you again. It has been a long week. I moved myself. No, I had a friend help me. We moved a desk from out here downstairs into the ground. It was downstairs. We had to take it down the porch here, up that hill over there, which you guys can't see, but Steve can. Up the hill, this desk, and into the garage. Yeah, that was my morning. And uh, anyway, all those excuses mean uh, I'm sorry, but we'll get it. Hello, Nancy. Hello, Lyle uh, is in California. Lancy, where are you watching us from today? I, and then there's Pastor Roger in Topeka, Kansas. And uh, I don't know, Nancy's not a regular, so I want to know what state you're watching from. We're in the state of, I'm in the state of tiredness, that's, that's for sure. <laughs> when we close in this house tomorrow, thank God it'll be over. The battle's over, it is finished, there'll be no more war. Anyway, everything's <laughs> thank, a song, right, thank, Steve? Thank, yeah, thank God it's final. <laughs> yes, thank God it's final. How you doing, my brother? Doing good. It's good to have you here. You didn't Thank have to make the trip all the way to Nashville. No, I See, almost I came, did too. I came to you, man. See, uh, yeah. Well, That's thanks what a real to Ruth. Brother does yes. Ruth uh, contacted me right away, and yeah. and just as I was making reservations for Nashville. <laughs> yeah. So good, good timing. Hey, it's beautiful out here right Charlotte, now. Charlotte, I know, is in Alabama. Nancy is. Oh, Nan Nancy, from my church, of course. I can't see pictures. The way the sun is shining, I just see names. And uh, if I'd have seen the little picture. It's bright. <laughs> and I know it's you, Nancy. I'm so sorry. God bless you for watching today. So, you live in this area, Steve. Were you originally from, are you from here? No, or where no are you from? I'm originally from Michigan. Michigan. That's right. You're a Michigander. Come in here. They're just uh, getting a profile of your picture. Pretend you like me, huh? There we go. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. There you go. No. Michigan, what brought you out here? Well, actually, uh, ministry and job. Uh, my wife was looking for um, a job, and she'd been looking for a couple years. Her Christian daycare kind of folded because the church needed the basement back, so that kind of left... Everybody like, okay, well, what do we do now? Yeah. And so everybody scattered and did their own thing. And Rachel looked for about a year and a half and went to a couple of job fairs. And I said, you know, um, I used to live in a place where jobs were pl plentiful. Yeah. And so about 11, yeah. almost, well, 10 and a half months or years ago, we decided to come down here. And I told Rachel, you need to come down here and get a job because I already know some people. I know you can get a job. She's like, really? And she, of course, she heard of Branson from me, but um, she said, I got to check this place out. So we, long story short, she came down here and she found a job within about six weeks of moving down here. And yeah. we've been down here ever since. And now, uh, 10 years later, she's now working at uh, Stormy Point Resort in the activities yeah. area. Oh, wow. Yeah, yes. So. And uh, you, of course, are... 
Uh, well, we got to give a shout out to your wife, uh, yes, Rachel, Rachel, and uh, the dogs and uh, the, yeah, kids. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I um, Jackson and and Tilly, they're Jackson. avid watchers. <laughs> yes, there you go. Rough, it's rough, but you'll make it through. That's right. <laughs> as long as you don't have a bone to pick with me. Uh, <laughs> ah, it's my joke of the day. Did you come with a joke of the day? No. You got to have a joke. You oh gotta, man. You think of a joke, Steve. Oh. Ah. Uh, but you're 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 singing, you're ministering uh, whenever possible, right? Yes. yes. So you said you have an update on your ministry and things that happen. Tell us what's the update. What's we're waiting. Well, well, folks, Larry and everyone else. Um, hi, Charlie. Cindy. Hi, Dave and Barb. Charlene, is she on there? I, 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 not yet. Charlene's uh, not there. <laughs> she's she's gonna anyway. dog on funny. According to Roger. Oh, that was good. That was good, Roger. I he's, like that. He's funny. He's, he's, he's yeah, great. He's got a good. Um, things are really happening. I've been through so much, and I don't know if you've caught up on my post um, as far as yes. surgeries. Health-wise, yes. I mean, craziness. This is, I've got one more surgery, thank goodness, um, the 10th one. But my poor nose is done with the COVID test. <laughs> good. Um, anyway, so... Um, Sparos, which is Greek for seeds, is the name of my ministry now. And I take that ministry, or I take that drama that I did for you a few years ago. Mm -hmm. yeah. I take that and I take my testimony because I was once in a wheelchair and I wasn't quite that bad, but I was in a wheelchair. And I yeah. take that and I take my testimony and how I was bullied in school, church, and at home. And I combine all that and I just tell my. I tell my story, so that's what I'm doing now. Yeah, I made a, made a video with that. Or, yeah, yeah. And I'm working on that video, finishing it up. But um, the first half was the the drama that I did. That's the um, that's what I do. And then I've added to it, so I'm, that's what I'm working on right now is the video portion. Oh, wonderful! Wow. And I have uh, um, a show that's been on for I think two years now called Silver Linings. It was Brighter Living. And uh, that's on um, another, that's on X Radio or X Media Group. And um, I've been doing that for about almost three years now. Silver Linings, yes. Silver Linings is the, group. is the name of the show. I'd like to have you on my show. I'll, I'll do it. Yeah, even though you're in Nashville, we can hook we can hook you up. Okay, hook me up. I'm down. <laughs> I'm down. I don't know if you know Dr. Paul Collins or Jim, Dr. Jim Whining. I don't. Oh, okay. I don't think. Um, cause they, they have heard of you of yeah. they, and I told them I was going to be here today, so they may be watching. Okay. I hope they will. Um, for sure. And we'd I, love to join you on that. And I want people to watch or listen on silver linings. They, they just type in Axe Media Group or? AxeMediaGroup.com. Yes. And, and then, um, they can look at all the different shows on there, but my shows just look for silver linings. That's awesome. And it's Wednesday mornings at 8 a.m. 8 Central. Hi, Steve. Steve. Another Steve. Oh, another Tennessee. Steve. I was yes. like, hi. Hi, <laughs> hi yourself. Uh, um, and Bruno, he's a good guy. I, Bruno I, was here yesterday. Isn't he great? And he's got a chart uh, song. Yeah. Number 34 on the charts. Man, the guy is running. I mean, the God's got him right where he needs him. Yeah, for sure. Now, when your video's done, how do we get to see um, your video with the, the whole I, I am going to put it on YouTube. Okay. Um, so I'll I'll update everyone, or I'll update you, so you can let everybody know. Oh, good. When that um, when that's done. 
Otherwise, they can and, find you on Facebook, right? They yes, just... they can find find me on Facebook. I'm Steve McAllister. You can just find me there. Um, I changed my emoji. Um, the what do you call it? Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's, it's a avatar. cartoon. Yeah, it's a cartoon. So. Um, you can just find my real. name there. And if it's a cartoon, sometimes people wonder if it's real, but, but it's real. It's yours. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, you know, if you friend request him, then you'll always hear, see his updates and all that. Right. And, uh, Larry just posted, uh, axmediagroup.com for those listening by podcast and those on YouTube later on, there it is, axmediagroup.com. Um, uh, so yeah, friend request and, and then he'll friend you. And then you'll give updates on your video. I'm sure you can't wait to tell everybody when it comes out. Oh, yeah. In so. fact, um, I'm supposed to be going to Texas here pretty soon to do that uh, testimony. It'll be live. It won't be on video, but the video is going to be different because it's got a lot of different angles to it. And you can't really do anything live. And um, with what I'm trying to do, it's got to be on video. So There you go. That's good. Um, and then my friend Cindy, I think I've told you about Cindy Flowers. She's a... Uh, I don't know if she's watching. She should be. Um, she's in Michigan, and she's uh, my partner in crime. She uh, has a ministry uh, that we're combining my ministry with hers, and she's the one behind a lot of the stuff that we do. You know, she creates videos and music videos and things like that. So. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. Well, we're looking forward to that because I, I know when you performed it uh, on the show, you know, we got a lot of feedback from it, and it was really good. Great, great, great uh, testimony. He did, did it to, um, I can only imagine, right? Wasn't it? Yeah. Correct. Oh, that's wonderful. And that's a great song anyway. But uh, that's great. And Larry put up the Axe Media Group where you can find him on Silver Linings. Uh, what Your show, is it every day? Or? No, it's just on Wednesdays at 8 o'clock. Wednesdays Central. at 8 o'clock Central. Wednesdays, 8 o'clock Central. Wednesdays. Wednesdays. 8 o'clock Central. Wednesday, Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday. Yes. Well, today, did you know what happened in history today? No, what happened? And according to HolidayInsights.com, it's become Checkers Day or Dogs in Politics Day. And they go hand in hand. I, checkers is one thing. You want to play checkers or you want to go to the checkers restaurant, all are good. You know, they get right. my seal of approval. Hey, Miss Faye. Of course, Lincoln, Illinois. Miss Faye, haven't seen you on in a while. God bless you. Hope all is well. Um, well, it all started not with the game checkers or the restaurant that sells hamburgers checkers, mm -hmm. um, food. but a lot to do with dogs in politics. And old Tricky Dick, Richard Nixon, started it off. He was running for, he was with vice president with, uh, I like Ike, what's his name? David, I with President Eisenhower. Right. Running for president in 1952. So in 1952, Nixon was accused, this was way before Watergate, Nixon was accused of uh, spending campaign money, $18,000 worth of campaign money, for personal use. Oh, man. So what he did was, in 1952, he got, I didn't know if they have televisions or he got on radio, but he made a national, uh, uh, national speech and convinced the United States that uh, he did not use the money for personal use. I did not use the money for personal use. And, that uh, was good. Thank you. And uh, he ended the speech with the fact that, but my daughter did receive, my daughter's received a gift. Uh, his name is Checkers. Uh, they have a dog named Checkers. And we think we're going to keep that. 
He got a laugh just like you just did. And uh, lo and behold, Ike and Nixon became president and vice president. Wow. I mean, I say, yeah. And uh, so ever since then, it's become Checkers Day, because this is the day, and dogs in politics. And, uh, you know, there, right. there were a lot of. Uh, they there's been a lot of dogs. Hand. Yeah, there's been a lot of dogs in politics, you know. Oh, not to mention is, Nancy Pelosi. There? Yeah, not to mention Pelosi. But uh, you know, the, hey, Charlene's on. Changing oh, the there, he, there she is. Yeah, Charlene. What did you want to tell her? I just wanted to say good morning to you too. Yes. Um, she's quite on um, quite a lady from what she I'm. Is, she's awesome. Uh, on my soapbox though today, even though I don't have a soap box or a box that says soap on it. <laughs> You know, back in that day, in 1952, it was a day of innocence and honesty when, you know, when you were called out on something and they came forward and they said, well, this is what really happened, you know. And, and Nixon at that time told the truth. Um, but it probably, honesty and all that ended the, the same guy in the, in the 1970s. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, uh, there's only one uh, I know that it was so open and honest and transparent today because... You know, anymore, you just don't even know. I mean, our current president doesn't even make speeches or take questions. So you don't even know what's really going on from the border to the economy to Afghanistan to, I mean, the list it's goes confusion. on. It's confusion. It is only confusing. And, you know, the only one that I knew in recent days who <coughs> was so transparent it got him in trouble <coughs> was former President Trump. One more reason why he was my hero, <coughs> because the same guy... It was open and honest and answered any question. Probably mm -hmm. probably talked too much, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, they removed. And uh, I pray for a day of honesty and openness once again. And uh, we're going to pray for our president. We're going to pray here for all the prayer requests in just a little bit and do our proclamations. But uh, uh, let's, let's really pray for our president. And, uh, you know, you can pray for the return of the former president, uh, if you want, uh, it's up to you. That's that's my personal prayer, but I mean, everybody has their personal whatever. And uh, I just uh, believe that more than anything, it's a time for innocence to come back and transparency and openness. And you know, it reminds me of somebody who was crucified for loving and being open. And I'm not definitely not comparing President Trump to, to, to Jesus, but, but uh, he showed the example of the way things should be. And so I'm praying it will come that way. So let's pray. Let's pray. God, we lift you up and we ask you to, to be with our president, all of our leaders, and, and just give them wisdom to, to lead this country into things that are righteous and pure and innocent, holy and honest, we pray. In the name of Jesus, we pray for our spiritual leaders, our pastors and ministries. Like Steve's God, bless his ministry and help him and, and uh, where he's at in his ministry. And all of us so that we can see this nation come back to God in the name of Jesus. We pray and we believe it. And uh, we lift up those who've asked for prayer. Uh, Leon, Charlene's Leon in the name of Jesus. And uh, we pray for Sandra in Arizona, Sandy in Texas. Uh, there's Linda in South Carolina. Casey needs a touch, God, in South Dakota. Peggy and her family in Washington State, God. We pray for those who are affected by the flood in Waverly in that area in Tennessee. Help those that have had such loss recover all. Restore back the enemy what the enemy has stolen. Also in Haiti and in New Orleans in that area. God, bring home safely all those in Afghanistan that need to be here. We pray for peace in the Middle East and peace for Jerusalem, we pray. We pray for 
Adam, who is now in therapies, off the ventilator, praise God, and you're healing him and helping him, and helping Dave and Janine, heal Karen in, in California, Norma, who was supposed to be here, but I don't think she is going to make it today. She's going to surprise everybody, but bring healing to her and all of her family, to Ginger and her granddaughter. Bring her to you, Lord Elizabeth. We call out Gary's daughter for healing and Barb's sister and daughter, Jim, here in Branson, God, and Madeline, Tennessee, for Josh and Lynn and uh, Carol in Indiana. Touch her, God, and all those have the spoken and unspoken prayer request. We declare today that we are strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Amen. Even though the powers of darkness have schemes and strategies against us, we declare it is our destiny to win. Every battle that God allows in our life he intends for us to win. Follow along if you have the proclamations and say them out loud with me. I choose to stand my ground and prepare myself by putting on the whole armor of God. I put on the helmet of salvation. God, guard my mind with your truth. Help me to think your thoughts, Lord, and believe what you promised above and beyond whatever I personally think or feel. I dedicate everything I am to you, God, as I put on the breastplate of righteousness. I know I'm forgiven through Jesus Christ. I put on the belt of truth and thank you, God, that I have been forgiven and accepted from God through the blood of Jesus, and that's the truth. We place the shoes of readiness on our feet and make ourselves available to go where you want us to go and do what you prompt us to do. Tie our hands to your purpose tie and bind our feet to your path. We take up the shield of faith and reject every lie and temptation of the enemy. We raise up the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. We know it's the word today and every day that is the basis for everything we believe and everything it needs, it needs to be to come out of our mouth. Holy Spirit, come into our life and fill us with your presence. Help us to bear much fruit and serve you better today than we did yesterday. In Jesus' amen. mighty name, amen and amen. amen, and amen. I'm glad y'all are watching. Uh, for those that weren't watching yesterday, I think Dave and Barb, you were watching, but you asked. Yesterday, I thought that uh, Debbie Boone would be a great candidate. They said, they said Trump Boone for, I think it should be Boone Trump. I think. Uh, oh, that, that, that would be great. I want Debbie Boone. I think we need a woman president, a conservative woman president. Oh, so. she, I think she would just nail it. I know. Good morning, Elizabeth out there in uh, Northern Ireland and Tracy and Jeff, my cousins out there in the state of Maine. We got the East Coast covered. We got the West Coast covered. We got the North with Wisconsin. We got the South with Darius in Texas and Charlene in Louisiana. So we made a cross again today, Steve. Hey, man. Hey, amen. I, amen. I love it. I love it. And uh, the cross is where it's at. You know, with all the surgeries, the things that you've been going through, uh, you know, God's been there. What, what, you know, and anytime I go through something, I'm, I'm thinking about this shirt that I'm wearing. I'm wearing my faith shirt. I put it on because it's the most comfortable shirt I have. Right. Uh, but I put it on when I had COVID. I knew I was going to be in bed for a few days. Right. And I stayed in bed, but it, it, it also, God reminded me to have faith and trust in him. And I knew that this, this disease is nothing compared to God's power, God's healing. Mm -hmm. God can take care of that. And I got a revelation of my own faith when it came to healing. I could have faith for lots of others and pray for others to have healing but sometimes for my own self i kind of you know yeah lord i know you can when you but you know he the doctors still say it's a miracle that i didn't get worse and have to go to the hospital with my covid with diabetes and my mind standing gravis but it's not mine it's going back to the hell where it came from but uh amen anything that god spoke to you while you were going through you know the things that you were what, what revelations did you come out with you um, always do trusting trusting in the lord right and Proverbs okay. 3, 5, and 6 is really still my life verse and has been. I mean, I've switched around, but really 
truly, um, as long as I'm not relying on myself and relying on him and trusting the Lord, he's going to heal me in his time, not mine. Right, right. And it's always perfect timing. Right. Perfect timing. And so I think trust and just having um, and telling others about your story and your testimony and what you've gone through, you don't know who else has gone through the right, same thing. Right, right. A lot and of times, and that's, that's how I for. connect with some people. And I have connected with some people. They're like, "Man, I went through this and went through this, and how in the world did you get through this?" And then when I, that's my open door to actually doing the plan of salvation. That's awesome. Yeah. No, every test produces a testimony, right? Right. Amen. Every mess a message, and so yeah, totally for sure. Uh, you know, I think that, you know, sometimes we unfortunately have to go through things. So it reminds us, uh, you know, cause honestly, when you're sick, your biggest passion is to get well. Like, I don't want to be sick anymore. Amen. I'm tired of this thing. I got to get well. And, uh, that same passion that comes out of that, then you fall in love with the Lord again after you're healed, you know, is the love and passion we should have all the time. Right. Amen. Right. Like Pastor Roger said, trust. You said trust, I said faith, but trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus. Remember that one? Yep, but to trust, but trust and, and obey. obey. That's right. And uh, But our, our love and passion, love, by the way, and passion needs to go hand in hand. Yes. Right? And uh, let, let me read what I found in Proverbs. This is good. This blow, this little brain cell, because I'm scanning and I'm looking, and, and boom, Proverbs 24 you can look it up make sure I'm telling you the truth. Verses 11 and 12. This is in the New Covenant. Uh, is that what it's called? That didn't sound right. New Covenant. I have it. It's called the New... Yeah, it's the New Covenant version. New Covenant? New Century. That's it. It's the New Century, which according to uh, uh, Jim Baker, who, who got me this, said that uh, this is the closest to the Hebrew and the Greek. But anyway, Proverbs 24, verses 11 and 12. Save those who are being led to death. Didn't say if you feel like it. You know, go. You need to be uh, those who bring salvation and help people save them. Amen. Mm -hmm. Right? I mean, Jesus saves them from their sin. You know what I'm saying? Right. Rescue them. Rescue those. Oh, I forgot that was in here. Save <laughs> those who are being led to their death. Rescue those who are about to be killed. If you say, well, we don't know anything about this. God who knows what's in your mind will notice. He is watching you. And he knows you and he knows all the circumstances around you and he will reward each person for what he's done. Or Amen. I'm just putting it in there, but that means he won't reward those for what they haven't done. Amen. Right? Yes. Uh, you know, and so, so I'm just uh, today and we won't have a program tomorrow. It's our travel day and uh, we, it's our pack them up, sign the papers, you know, the, the last day. Now, what is this here? What is, what? Oh, I don't know. I guess approve to join you in your broadcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Some things I've been through help me have compassion, understanding for others, and encourage others. Uh, God brings us through all those things. He does. He always does, Charlene. Good point. But um, Lord, help us that it doesn't have to take some of those things. <laughs> that we have our love and passion with him already. Really, you can't have one without the other and not be effective. Love is like the vehicle, but passion is the fuel. Yes. Love is the reason 
for reaching out. Passion gives you the energy to do it. Uh, like the guys on the road to Emmaus, you can look it up in the book of Luke. After Jesus disappears, after he was talking with them on the road to Emmaus, these two followers, so-called, of Jesus didn't recognize him. When he disappeared, they recognized this is Jesus. And they said, do you feel that passion now? Mm -hmm. They said that to one another. Shouldn't we always have that? Because Jesus is always with us. Amen. On every road, not just Emmaus. Passionate love for Jesus should be. It's a, I don't call it a passionate love. Should be for Jesus every day. Passionate love for Jesus means serving him, means giving freely, means even, even sacrificially giving. You don't give until it hurts. You give until it feels good. Amen. That's passionate love. Yes. This force of passionate love, that, that combination, can drive people to do the most impossible things. Uh, I'm sure there are folks who said, it's impossible. I remember as a kid, it's impossible. You may sing, but you should sing in a little church. You'll never sing before the big crowds. You know, I was actually told that. Guess what happened? The opposite, because I trusted in God. I had a compassionate love for Christ and, and singing. And uh, then, you know, I don't know if you'll ever, because one of the first songs I wrote was a, was a dud. I don't know if you'll ever write songs, but I kept trying. I had a passion and a love to write songs for the Lord Jesus and to bless people. So I write songs. I, I, uh, I don't know if you'll ever be on TV. Maybe you should always just stay with other TV ministers because you do good as their co-host. Well, yeah, but God said, I'm going to host the show. Here I am, you know. Yes. So it can make you do the impossible. You ever done something that they told you was impossible? Uh, yes. Yeah, probably just be here, <laughs> right? You That's know? true. Yeah, but when this passionate love is for yourself, though, it becomes self-destruction, destructive. It goes the other way. You know, it goes the opposite way. That same uh, motivation that go propels you forward can take you backwards and really mess you up if it mm -hmm. is not given to God first and foremost. Uh, I looked up Webster's Dictionary, uh, the definition for passion. Uh, one of the definitions is Christ's crucifixion. Because wow. it's called the passion, the, right? Yeah. So I'm thinking, yeah, passion, passionate love means crucifying yourself to the flesh and doing anything he calls you to do. How can we not give our lives if Christ showed passion first? Amen. How can we not? Uh, I, there's a giant cross down the road right there on the end of the highway. So you can see it coming up and down the highway. You can see it for miles around in the hills. You see this giant cross. Praise God for the folks that put that up there. And my little nephew, we took out little Ray Ray uh, to go out for just an out with his aunt and uncle. And uh, he's our like our great nephew. So he's our nephew's son. Right. And little Ray Ray, he's about four years old. Mm -hmm. And he sees that cross. I said, you know what that is? And he says, I don't know for sure. He didn't, he really didn't, you know, that when I said cross, he goes, oh yeah, I know cross. I said, do you know why people put a cross up there? And he said, no, he just didn't, he didn't really, he's just too young. And, but he started to comprehend. I said, Jesus, he says, oh, I, I love, I love God. And I said, well, Jesus is God. And he came and he died on that cross. He died on a cross sacrificially for you and me gave his life and uh they they killed him and uh they put him on he said because what is that cross for they hung him there and four years old i didn't want to get too graphic right but I, I said he died up there 
So that's why we put up crosses all over the place now to remind us what Jesus did for us. And he asked the most sweetest question. He said, so now do we have to go on a cross? Do we have to die too? We love Jesus. I said, oh, I'm so glad he asked that. Wow. And it makes me cry. Because that, that, that's like a four-year-old out of the mouth of babes. Because I said, no, Ray Ray, you don't have to die on a cross because Jesus did it for all of us already. Oh. He did it. That's the love that Jesus has for you. He says, oh, I love God. And I love that conversation. God took his son. Talk about love and compassion. Oh, yeah. And he gave him for us to die. And Jesus, what love and compassion to die for us. How can we not? If we have that passionate love, that love and passion combo, um, you know, just like Jesus showed us, it does produce pain. We will have to go through stuff. He, he went through death for us. It does produce sacrifice. But I've said it many times before, the prize is worth the pain. Heaven is a real place. Jesus has paid a price for us. So that no matter what we go through with our love and passion for him, he will reward us. Amen. He rewards those openly for those who diligently seek him. That's diligence, another good word for a passionate love. Sadly, salvation and life in Christ uh, for some is just that one-time event. Well, I gave my life to Christ. I got my ticket. I'm going to heaven. Uh, I prayed at the altar. I'm good. I got baptized, you know, and I pray at mealtimes. I go to church Christmas Easter. Sadly, that's all the passion or love they have, and I, I don't know that that really is. Right. But, uh, that's false. Pro that's that's a false passion. Yeah. It, it's a religion more than anything. Right. It's like a God service, and I, I can't judge them. I'm not saying because this is a no judgment zone, so we're not saying when they go to heaven or hell. But, um, I think we need to up the flame, turn mm -hmm. up the flame a little hotter, and be more passionate and love. If you're one of those that, you know, just uh, have a you know, right, you know, I saw a Gallup Barna poll. They took all the different polls, and those that claim to be Christians also claimed they haven't led anybody or prayed with anybody to Christ in the whole year. Hmm. One, only one out of ten, only ten percent of all Christianity have led to ninety percent. And I think it's easy to do. You don't have to go through a seminar of teaching how to lead someone to Christ and ten no. steps to be a good witness. You just have a passion. Mm -hmm. You have that love for Christ and it comes out. Nobody had to force me to tell everybody. Uh, Cindy said yes when I asked her to marry me. She said yes. I couldn't wait. I got on the phone. I told everybody. I was in love. I had passion for Cindy and I was going to get married. Yay. Yay. Nobody had to, I didn't have to go through a class on how to tell everybody about Cindy because I had a passion and love. And if you'll have that passionate love today, pray for it. Let's pray for it together. I'm going to read you this before we pray. Daisy Osborne, the, the, the wife of one of my heroes, uh, she would be my hero too. T.L. Osborne, one of the greatest evangelist missionaries. Uh, healing, oh, the healing ministry he had. Saw people raised from the dead all over the world. T.L. Osborne, his wife Daisy said this, it's not what we have, but how we use it. It's not what we take, but what we give. It's not how we pray, it's how we live. It's more than a one-time prayer. It's more than just a, a duty or a service, a religious, religious duty or religious act uh, to go to church, read the Bible. It's a passion and a love. It's not things you have to do. It's things you, you get to do, that you mm -hmm. want to do. 
that you love. God, I pray for all of us right now, and in the sound of my voice, everybody that will listen to this on the rebroadcast, that God, they will have a passion and a love for you like never before. They'll come alive inside of them, and they'll be alive and passionate to reach out. Yes, Lord. And it's not how we pray, it's how we live, and may we live holy, righteous, and on fire for you. We shouldn't need another revival service. We shouldn't need another uh, teaching uh, camp meeting, another song to get us on fire. Just the fact that you live in our hearts should stir up the flame, stir up the gift within us. Help us, Lord, to stay passionate and in love for you. And if anybody doesn't know you, may out of the little simple words of Ray Ray, may they understand that you died for us so that we don't have to. We don't have to go to hell. We don't have to suffer on a cross. You did it all for us. So may they accept you now and say, come Jesus, come into my heart. I'm a sinner. You're a savior. Thank you for dying for me. Thank you for coming into my heart. Thank you for loving me. I, be I, I belong now to you as I surrender everything. Fill me with your spirit. Amen. And wash me with your blood. I repent of every sin. I don't belong to the devil. I don't belong to the world. I don't belong to myself. I belong to you, Jesus. Thank you yes. for your love. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever would believe in him should never perish but have everlasting life. And yes, Jesus, sir. you came into this world not to condemn the world, but that the whole world through you could be saved. We accept your salvation today and your Holy Ghost flame. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You know, you don't have to always just have a hop and a skip and a dance and a you know, speak in tongues at a drop of a hat. I mean, just to, to do all, you know, to have the fire. But you can have that fire so much consume you that you can't wait to tell somebody. Wasn't it uh, Jeremiah said that it's like fire shut up in my bones mm -hmm. that I, I got to speak. I got to say something. Mm -hmm. And maybe it was Job. Uh, one of them said, I'm about to burst. Job, I know, said I was about to burst because you, his comforter, comforters, you know, we're telling them, you, know, you got to do this. It's your fault. You should have done that. You know, if you only done, you know, all that. And uh, he said, I can't, I'm about to explode. That's how I feel sometimes. I love sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. If you have that much passion, just think of how much people will have an open ear. Right, they will. That's why it, it, I find it easy to lead people to Christ. I do it all the time. I find it easy. As a matter of fact, we had a, a postponement to be in Beaver Creek, Ohio with our friend, Pastor Kenny Day. Uh, a lot of their church had COVID, so there wouldn't have been much people come out, you know, unless we had a laying on of hand service. So, but uh, I think they're too sick in bed. But, and it was Jeremiah who said he had fire shut up in his bones. Thank you, Charlene. Of course, she's the Bible trivia winner. <laughs> um, uh, but we've replaced it with a wonderful uh, church in Atmore, Alabama. I'm going to be there on Sunday and Monday. Uh, I'm going to be there Sunday morning at the church and then Monday night at the telethon for Destiny Television there with J.T. Guyton. And the name of the church is on my phone, so I can't tell you, but anybody in the southern Alabama, Mobile, whatever area, tell them to come out. We're going to have church at 11 with Kevin, Pastor Bishop Wayne Johnson. So it's going to be a great time. And Atmore, Alabama has been replaced. That's October the 3rd. And October the 4th, I'll be at Destiny Television once again with a passionate love telling people about Jesus. That's it. That's right. <laughs> when I mentioned speaking in tongues, I was thinking about a joke uh, Bruno told me because I said, oh. I'll have a joke of the day tomorrow. <laughs> have you thought of a joke? Do you have a? I got one for you. I went, you're going to do you. the Bruno part. Okay. 
Okay, so good. these good Baptist folks buy want to buy a dog. So they go to, you might have heard this, go to the pet store and they said, we're looking for a Christian dog, preferably Baptist. <laughs> I think I've heard it, but so, so they said, the, the pet owners, uh, the, the pet store said, uh, how about this one? And they said, why would he be? And uh, they looked at the dog and the, the pet the store gave the dog a Bible and the, the, uh, the dog read his favorite scripture out of the Bible. Okay, I haven't heard. Yes, read his favorite scripture out of the Bible. Wow, he must be a Christian. And they said, doggy, do you know how to pray? And he says, yes, our father who art in heaven, how be thy name? Oh, yes, we want this dog. This is our dog. They took him home and, uh, and they said, they showed everybody, the whole family, we've got a true Christian Baptist dog. <laughs> the one of the kids says, well, can he do regular dog tricks? And they said, well, let's find out. And so they said, all right, doggy, heal and so the dog lifted up his paw and laid his hand on on the boy and they said we got to take him back he's obviously a pentecostal dog not a baptist <laughs> was that a bruno that thing? bruno sent that to yeah, me yes bruno you you're you're the man <laughs> said heal <laughs> and he laid hands hey, on him man. but got to be a pentecostal dog take him back i uh, gotta i gotta remember that for my show isn't that a good one <laughs> yes all right, here we go. Here's a joke of the day. What did the man from the electric company say to the electric wire? Don't know. Electric company said to the, the man from the electric company said to the electric wire, take me to your meter. <laughs> Thank you for laughing. Charlene, got an LNL. I know, Bruno's was better, but take me to your meter, that's not bad. No. Ah, we're getting better, folks. Maybe on Monday, we'll have a real good one. Is that considered a dad joke? Oh, I hate that term so much. Yes, I've, it probably is. Do you see those those things, dad jokes? Somebody, not to mention a so-called friend named Ronnie, sent me a whole, uh, he hooked me up a link to the dad jokes. I thought, well, that might be funny, but they're just wah, wah, wah. Yeah, they are. Dads are more funny they're, they're, than that. They're not I, always corny. I love corny. these jokes. That's right. Dads are not always corny, right? Right, exactly. They make them out to be just like the blonde jokes. They make every blonde be a bad person. Well, yeah, and they're not. They're not. My wife is. No. There's no way I'm going to say it. No, you better stop right there. Because I was about to say something, and then you said your wife, so I'm not going to do it. Dave and Barb say it depends on the dad. Well, I guess. But... Yeah, you know what, Dave and Barb, you're right. It depends on the dad. <laughs> well, I don't see Mary Faye Jackson on, but she always sings that song, um, he brings me roses every day. Oh, I love that song. Isn't that a great song? I, that was the first song she that she to, sent me. It's it's the it's when she's on the show. That's the only song she can sing. I mean, well, she can sing other songs, but she has to sing that first because I just love it. And uh, but today in history, in 1986, I don't know what took them so long, but in 1986, Congress made the United States national flower the rose. Wow. Our national flowers. Why, why wasn't it way 1776? But anyway, national flower is the rose. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, it is. Okay. So what is your favorite? We got to go dancing in the dark, walking in the park. And uh, where is it? <laughs> it's reminiscing. <laughs> That's terrible. Uh, we did some reminiscing on my show the other day, so... It's good. I love that part. But what's your favorite flower? So type in your favorite flower. There you go. Flower. 
And if it's a rose, that's fine. It's the national deal. Also today in 1846, that goes way back before both of our time together, 1846, astronomer Johann Gottfried Galli. You know what Johann did? No. <laughs> he found Neptune. He discovered the planet and called it Neptune. That was when we, in 1846, hmm. astronomer Johann. I was wondering who named the planets. And... Yeah, I guess Johann Gottfried Galli. I guess he didn't say, call it Galli. <laughs> we be going, golly gee, look at the planet. It's uh, Neptune. Right. And strangely enough, not in 1846, but in 1962, 1962, the year before I was born, but it was still on because I remember it as a kid, when I was a kid, the Jetsons premiered. Oh, I love that cartoon. Neptune, <laughs> Jetsons, see, it all goes in. Didn't you love George, that one? George, meet George, George Jetson, his boy Jane, Elroy. Yeah, Jane, his wife. Or Jane, his wife. His, his boy, boy Elroy. Elroy. Daughter like Judy. Judy. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, his dog Astro, right? Yeah. Yeah, something. Uh, we're going on and on. But they're naming flowers, so let's go there because I don't know the whole song. Uh, That's okay. I don't either. Marigolds, Peace Roses. Oh, poopies. Okay. Uh, Carnation, Cindy. That Those are pretty. Hi, Cindy. I didn't know you made it on here. Or maybe I did say hi. I love tulips and blue, blue bonnets are nice. Uh, Larry says, I don't know what Neptune was lost. I didn't know what Neptune was lost. Oh, he found it. I see. He didn't know it was oh. lost. Oh, that's man. a diet. That's a dad joke. Da -dun -dun. Nah. Yes. Birthdays today. We have a lot of birthdays, but I'm going to say to my, hopefully my nephew, Caleb will watch my Caleb nephew. He's 25 years old today. Ooh, the quarter kid. century. He's living out there in Gruesome Newsom's area in California. And uh, so happy, happy birthday. May all your dreams come true. Happy, happy birthday from all of us to you. Caleb, I love you. Can't wait to see you in just a couple of weeks. I'll get to see you. Uh, Gary, I love all flowers, but roses are my favorite. I know roses are great. Also birthdays, it would be Mickey Rooney's birthday today. Wow. It would be Ray Charles' birthday today. Georgia, Georgia. Julio Iglesias. Oh, I don't know if he must have passed. I don't know if he passed or not, but I didn't put his age down. He's old. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he has. But this is what shocked him. The boss. That's what they call really. Him. Born in the USA. I was born in the USA. Bruce yeah. Springsteen is 72 years old today. 72? How does that happen, Steve? Man. How does that happen? They, there's been so many singers and actors that I'm like, oh, they can't be that old. I know. When you find out their age, I'm like, what? Bruce Springsteen, 72. I wow. know. I was shocked. Debbie Boone yesterday. Was it yesterday? Yeah, her birthday. She's like uh, 61 or something. Uh, yeah, she's up there. Wow. Maybe 65. I forget what it was, but yeah. Where are the years going, Dave and Barbara? I know. That's why we got to work yesterday's message. We got to work while it's day for the night comes. It's too late. So. Amen. Midnight cry. That's right. The midnight cry is coming. Well, what time do we have? We got, we got uh, 11.49. All right. We're doing good. You know, we had it. We're starting to wind down. Make sure that uh, uh, you catch us on Monday. Monday, it'll be game day. We'll be back in the studio on Monday. Um, it's going to be a full week of wonderful guests and uh, prizes on Monday. 
and um, music. If it's not from a guest and you, you're stuck with my music, I have to sing. <laughs> um, but uh, make sure you get Silver Linings on the Axe Media Group. Go there and find it at 8 o'clock on Wednesdays. Mm -hmm. That's 8. Don't eight. be late. Yeah, 8 a.m. All right. 8 a.m. 8. Don't be late. At 8 a.m. All you Californians, at least sacrifice one day and check him out. All right. I'd hey, Pastor that. Beatty. I'm already there. All right. Good, Pastor Beatty. Thank you so much. And uh, <clears throat> so we won't be on tomorrow. I'll play some of the best of this week and maybe some if I find some other treasures, some good shows. I've got this one show, our very first show that I have to watch because somebody told me that I did something very silly. And I'm going to watch it back before I say because I don't know that I did that. I don't remember saying that. So just wait. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll try to, the very first show, the very first Kevin Shorey show, that's what it was called then, was with Tammy Sue Baker, who is, is now sings on this, this new movie about Jim and her mom. It's really about her mom, the uh, eyes, eyes of Tammy Faye. Um, I don't know that I want to promote it. I haven't seen it yet, but I have a feeling it really tears Jim down. Oh yeah, uh, but but Tammy Sue's uh, download or or find uh, don't give up on the brink of a miracle by Tammy Sue the new one. It's one of the theme songs for the movie, and it, well, the movie might be trash, but Tammy Sue really did a great job on this song, really good. Anyway, she was my first guest, and so I want to watch. It's something to do. We were talking about Vesta Goodman's banana pudding. Oh, she was a great cook. And uh, she had put it in a recipe book so you can make it yourself. But I'm sure it's nothing like Vestal's. Anyway, um, anyway, so I might find the first show and replay it. And then you can tell me what you found odd about that show, if it's so true. I don't know. I haven't seen it. That came out in 2015, so it's been six years. Um, wow, have I been doing TV alone for six years? Yeah, I, I've been following you that long. See, that's why Bruce Springsteen 72. I mean, time just... <laughs> Well, we got to go. The sun is beating down on us. We're going to be rednecks literally very soon. But I love you and I appreciate you. Thank you, Steve, for being you're, here you're on the program welcome. today. Give our love to Rachel and the doggies and everybody. And uh, make sure that uh, you come on out to Nashville when you can, especially when that video comes out. Yeah, that's what I would like to do. We'll is premiere it. I'd like to premiere it on your and show. I'd like you to do a bit of it. From oh, yeah, live, okay. yeah, live again. That'd be great. I would love to do that. Can you sing uh, her song to music? We are blessed. Ooh, I don't have the music, but I, I definitely remember it. I used to sing backup for Tammy Faye when I was a PTL singer, and she used to say, We're blessed, we're blessed, we're blessed, we are blessed. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. if you could, could you give a I'd like to give a shout out to Lulu Roman. Yes. Lulu, she's a sweet lady. Kim's watching. Her. Kim is right there with Lou, and that means Lou's watching right okay. now. Okay. Lulu, love you. You're doing a great job, and I can't wait to see you again here in Branson. Yes. Pray for us, as they told us yesterday. We're going to know today. Um, pray for our house closing. Uh, mortgage companies are backed up. There's so many houses selling that they might not have. Tomorrow might not be the day of our closing, so we'd have to do the signing from Tennessee, which you can do nowadays, but we wanted to be here for the closing. So of course, pray that we can get it done tomorrow, but if not, you know, Lord's will and a safe trip back to Tennessee and we'll see you back on Monday. Have a great weekend and be blessed and, and uh, live with a passionate love, love and passion together. That's a definite God thing. 
And when you do that, you'll find it easy to say, say it with me, Steve, Jesus is, is the, the answer, answer for this, this world, world today. today.